Bravelli, I take it uh, this would be your favorite part back in the day, ne? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Morning, bro. Yeah, I tell you, you, you know how we used to sing it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, we had different versions of yeah. the song. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, you know, it was a free flow. Call it that I, way. I tell yeah. you, belt bottoms, <laughs> high heel shoes. Those afros. Afros. Yes. Walking yeah. like uh, we got springs to our steps. I tell you, you know what? Yeah, we were just ourselves and life was good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I tell you, yeah, Gee. yeah. <laughs> some things we miss about those days, eh? Yeah, you know what? I think life was just so great, and uh, you know, it, it wasn't as complicated as it was today. Yeah, hey, you so know, yeah, it was like with, yeah. With social media and other things, I tell you, we got our backs to the wall here. Oh, I tell you, you know, we just to go out and play in the streets and and, and uh, you know have a good time. Yeah, play yeah. music and just you know get dressed nicely. Not just sit in front of the television because they're very scarce. By the way, true. We used to we used to pay you know to go and and watch these you know call them these not soapies but yeah some 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 good um, uh, plays about uh, they were about Senzegil and stuff like that. Boscalo, so, eh? Yeah, yeah. You know, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is sit down. You know, you are making noise here. You know, we'll be, you know, uh, till we were buzzing like bees. You know, they say we're gonna switch off this TV. You better sit down and keep quiet. You know. <laughs> Remember, tank Charles pulls man. Some brothers will say, "Hey, my man, tank Charles pulls man." Yeah, yeah, you know, yeah. Some people are, yeah. Yeah, that was exciting stuff. Happy holiday, happy Monday, Bravelli. A very happy Monday to you, Bomanla, and all the listeners as well. And thank you for waking up so early. We know you should be sleeping in and just, you know, taking it easy. You, you see, that's the thing about when you do what you are meant to do and that you love to do. Uh, for me, this is not a job. I can just do it any time, any day. You know, that's the thing that uh, differentiates us as people. You know, when you do something uh, that becomes, oh, that looks like more, uh, that looks like a job. When you feel like what you're doing looks like a job or seems like a job, you've got to know that obligation has taken over. It means obligation has taken over your experience, I mean, your um, your inspiration then you've got to pause and look for something else so I suppose Don't it goes to get to that point I suppose it goes with that question what can I do Ish, I must just do yes and, and, and yeah, whenever you find yourself so, oh, I'm just so bored you know I don't know what to do then it simply tells you that you are not connected with the thing that you're supposed to be doing and you hear people saying you know what um, you know I uh, I don't know, I just need inspiration. Yes, inspiration is okay, but there's a point where you find yourself without inspiration, but discipline, where you have to keep on going. But when you're doing what you are supposed to do, you'll never get bored. All that comes to your mind is creativity. How can I do this better? How can I do this faster? 
because also when you do something and 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 number like number one is that one of getting bored or number two is when when you do something just for fame just to be seen you know you'll never enjoy it because that's when you know it's a job you're just doing it for the money but when you do something because you enjoy it at the end of the day there are results that are going to show and then people are going to look at it and say oh how did you do it and you won't even know how you did it yourself because you're not yourself. You were in a flow state. You were in a zone, you know? You were you were lost. You were disconnected with everything. So that's when supernatural powers, you know, just become part of you. So I guess, uh, Bravelli, then, it, it, this lends us uh, on to our topic today. Your repetition, your repetitions, your reputation. Yes, your repetitions are your reputation. What this means is that what you get to do time and time again, which are your repetitions, becomes or they define who you are. You get to be known for what you do repeatedly. So your repetitions are your reputation. When you are repeatedly doing things of no value, you become known to be a person of no value. If you repeatedly, repeatedly do things of great value, you become known as a person of great value. So you become connected with yourself. You, 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 you become that person who sticks to what they, they do best. And this reminds me of a story of the 80-year-old in third grade. And the teacher gave them an assignment or a task in a, in a drawing class. And he said, kids, I just want you to draw whatever you want to draw. You know, and then I'll be checking it out, and then you can share with us. And kids started drawing. You know, they were drawing cats. You know, others will draw a ball. The other one will draw an elephant. And there was this little Johnny. Little Johnny was drawing something that was just one of its kind. And as the teacher was walking around the class, he, he saw something. He said, "But Johnny, what, what are you drawing? Because I see other kids are drawing all these them and the ball. They're drawing the elephants. They're drawing the cats and the dogs. You know, everything is like I can see what they're doing. What are you drawing here?" And little Johnny looked up at the teacher and he said, "I'm drawing a picture of myself and God." The teacher said, "Oh no, Johnny, come on! But you don't know what God looks like." And he said, oh, just, just wait a minute, teacher. You will see in a moment what God looks like. Wow. A very confident journey. Now, what does this tell us? We, we find ourselves, ourselves doing things that we are expected to do. Things that are known. That's why there are less inventions than any other thing. People, I mean, like any other thing, that like people are bored because they are not connected. They are not drawing the picture of that thing that they see in their head because they're going to be told that no, but this doesn't exist. Yes, inventions come when things that don't exist in the physical world are taken out of the of the of the of the mental plane or mental world. So most people are scared of converting those mental things, I mean, those mental uh, pictures they have into or convert them from the mental plane into the physical plane. It means we all have things that may sound funny, but we are so scared because of, of the upbringing 
that we've got to do things that are known, that are acceptable. And that's how you're told, just be realistic, be realistic. What does it mean to be realistic? To be realistic, it means do what is known, something that we can identify with. But what about this thing that is burning me, that is not uh, uh, seemingly realistic? I think aside this, I mean, like this example as well. I mean, I, I got trained as an engineer. I've got to do all these things that people will, will do. But when I told other people, I said, no, man, but I want to speak, man. I want to write. I enjoy, you know, and they said, but for a living or, for, or just for fun, I said, for a living. You know, and they said, oh, no, come on, be realistic, man. That's not what you studied, you know. That's not realistic. But that's what I'm doing today. So I had to get, I mean, like to stick to it, like little Johnny drew the picture of himself from God. It was something unreal. It was something that people looked at me and said, no, some, some people were laughing on the side, you know, saying, oh, this guy is just wasting time. I, I'm sure he's mocking something that we don't know of. But they're not saying that today. So I'm saying to people, when there's something that is bothering you, you've got something, you've got, you've got this idea that is banning you that you want to convert, uh, to translate from the mental state or from the mental plane into the physical plane. Believe in yourself. Start doing it. Don't get drowned in the, I mean, by the voices. Don't get drowned by the voice, the external voices that are telling you to be realistic and you end up not doing what you want to do. Because we've heard, and we've, I've, I've, I remember one of my friends, Arthur Nicholl, who died of cancer part, Six years ago. I mean, I spent some few, I mean, like last moments with him. And he said to me, you know, Veli, I just wish, I, I used to love animals. You know, I'll play with, with cats, I'll play with this. I love them. But I realized that I focused my entire life trying to make a living as a civil engineer. I was supposed to, be, to have been a vet and I would have died happily. Today, I'm wondering what could have happened. And I'm saying to you, Veli, my friend, I'm about to, to take my last breath, which I, I can see that is very near. But I'm saying to you, I'm so happy for this. I'd written two books then. I said, I'm so happy for the two books that you've written. And it really even included my story in your second book. I'm so grateful that you stopped your career as an engineer to do what you want to do. And I can see you are a success in that. And thank you very much for that. But I'm dying. I'm, di I'm going to die soon. And I'm wondering what could have happened had I followed my heart. Bravely. Don't be like that. Mm, mm, Bravely. Talking about uh, your reputations, which are your reputation, um, the formulation of new habits. Obviously, if you realize that uh, your reputation needs a bit of doctoring and uh, rehabilitation, um, Adopting the right uh, the, the, the the right uh, habits so that uh, your reputation is the is the one you like you want. Yes, and, and you know there are there are uh, there are things that we call keystone habits, and there are habits that change. Habits can't just stay the same. There are there are keystone uh, keystone ones that remain the same. Like for your health, when you wake up in the morning, you just go out and exercise. That one doesn't go out of fashion. That one is something that you have to do for your health, to stay alive. And also, you know, to keep your mind healthy, to say, every day I'm going to read something. 
you know, you can set aside time. Every day I'm going to express gratitude, maybe of between three and five things that I'm grateful for in life. Those are keystone habits. But there are those habits that change based on what you want to achieve. So your habits must follow the goals that you want to achieve. It's not just short-term goals. Yes, you're going to have short-term goals, but you need to have long-term goals. Like, for example, if I say I want to be a great speaker, I want to be a great coach, and I love coaching people, I love speaking, I love writing. So it means that you need to develop habits of writing, habits of speaking, habits of coaching. So now habits become the secondary thing because the primary thing, I mean, like, is the goal that you want to achieve. And then habits are then installed where you have to repeat these things. At first, you need willpower to install habits because habits are difficult because the brain by its very nature is very lazy. It always wants to do things that are automated, that it knows how to do. But once you introduce it to new things, it doesn't like it. Hence, you require willpower to force it, to do it like, you know, 60 days, it can be two months straight doing the same thing until it becomes a habit. And once it becomes a habit, you don't need willpower anymore. It then drives you. You just wake up in the morning, you see yourself running. And if you didn't run that day, you feel like something is wrong, something is amiss. Now, that's when the habit has taken uh, control of you. So you develop these habits that are good for you. So hence, they become your reputation. You repeat them, and they will become your reputation. If you repeatedly exercise, you're gonna, your reputation is going to be based on someone who is good, you know, who is healthy, someone who eats well. But it starts with repetition. So you better be careful what you are signing up to for. Absolutely, because there are habits that you just inhale. I mean, habits that you, 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 you just, you know, absorb uh, through osmosis, things that are happening around you. Everyone is doing it, and then you end up doing it because it's easy. But you want habits that are deliberate. Habits that you decide that this is the habit that I want to install. I mean, I didn't read every day, I mean, for many years. I mean, I'll just read as and when. I'll say, oh, when you ask people even today, what, did you, what are you reading? What did you read yesterday? Oh, no, I was not in a mood yesterday. So I go to a point, whether I'm in a mood or not, and I end up not having a mood. I have to have one mood of reading. That's it. And now I don't have to think about it. But it's a habit that I had to install. It's a deliberate habit. And then I repeatedly uh, do, I mean, did this thing until it became a habit. So that was my repetition. That became my reputation. So today I'm known as an author for books because of my repetition. Today I'm known as a, a life and business coach because of my repetition. Today I'm known as a speaker, neural leadership, and, and I'm a speaker and trainer because of my repetition. Uh, repetition. You see, it's not just by, 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 by default that I'm, I am what I mean, like what I do. It is uh, 12 minutes uh, to 6 o'clock, and I have um, Bravelinda about the engineered mind to succeed, talking about uh, your reputations, which eventually be your reputation with Topma in the moment. Monday Motivation on Sound Awake. Oh, Bravelli is still with us uh, until we hand over to Kirat Lala with the news at uh, 6 o'clock. And of course, on the other side of 6 o'clock, sunrise with uh, Asanda Bed. Uh, Bravelli? Yes, Bravelli. I hear you. Habits, habits, habits. Sometimes you adopt this habit and obviously adopting a habit or creating uh, or working on your reputation. The motivator, I suppose, is the positive feedback or results that you get. 
Absolutely. And, and you've got to understand that at times before that feedback, the, the, before getting a feedback, you've got to put in the work. Because the feedback will come after your repetitions have started taking shape. It means now, you know, you, you've done this, you know, for, for, for a long time. And, 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 and when you start getting that positive feedback as well, then that's when you realize and say, wow, this is great. If you want to build a muscle, for an example, you can't just do it for two weeks and expect great feedback. You know, you've got to keep on doing it maybe after two months and people start to see, wow, what's happening? Why are you training or something? What are you doing? Then you start to realize and say, wow, you get to, you know, start enjoying it and say, you know what, this, this it means there's something good I'm doing. So if you look at great results that have been produced, it's because of repetitions. People have done things over and over again. And this reminds me again, uh, in India, there was a guy in the 1600s by the name of Shah Jahan. Shah Jahan had a beautiful wife that uh, was very good and she was, I mean, like she was very given. She was very caring for the community. And uh, Shah Jahan loved this, uh, this wife of, of hers, I mean, of his. And then they had about 14 children together. And, uh, you know, when they continued with life, because he loved this, you know, this, this wife. And when she, when she passed on, after giving birth to the 14th child. And Shah Jahan was just so broken. And as a result, he never fully recovered from, from that, uh, from, from that uh, trauma. But he continued, he said, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to dedicate most of my life doing something as, as, as a way of expressing my love. I mean, for my wife that has left or that, 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 that departed. And she, I mean, he built a structure. And that took him 22 years to complete. It took him over 22,000, I mean, workers and craftsmen combined building this. Many architects, you know, architects that were busy there, I mean, working on site. I mean, it took over, I mean, 1,000 elephants that could travel distances, I mean, of about 200 miles. 200 miles is about 320 kilo, kilo, I mean, kilometers which is a distance of almost from here, Joburg, to Mpumalang. They will go and fetch these elements and some um, many oxen. They will go and fetch these uh, uh, ivory white marbles. I mean, just to come and build this. I mean, technically dedicated that. And, you know, at the end, today we know that structure as Taj Mahal. I mean, that was used as a tomb, I mean, to, 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 to house the tomb of, I mean, of, his, I mean, uh, of his wife. And it took him so long to do that. Taj Mahal is now known as one of the seven wonders of the world. But when he built it, he didn't have that in mind. He wasn't building it for that, but he was building it as a shaman, shaman showing love for his wife. So what is it that you are dedicating your life in doing? I mean, like, what is it that you are doing? Something that will say, I'm going to take my life in doing this because it makes sense to me. This is what I'm meant to do. People just want things that are very quick, you know. They don't want to do because they want to be seen. I mean, you don't do that. Look at your habits. Look at what you want to achieve. And realign your habits. Things that you will do that you are, you're not going to spare any, any, any time or any setting investing in. You're doing it because it's the right thing to do. So don't just look at people around you doing things and you say, oh, this is the right thing to do. Or what if I do this? They're going to laugh at me. They say I'm going to, they will say I'm not cool and, and stuff like that. But I'm just saying 
Just believe in yourself and in what you believe in. Like also Taj Mahal, like little Johnny, who drew the picture of himself of God. Mm. Uh, and, and, and it's about you. When you start living life from that perspective, then life will start to have a meaning. Like I always say, there are two things about life. It's about the purpose, which is finding your gift, which is finding that thing that you are meant to do, something that is given to you, something that makes you different, something that naturally comes to you. And the number two, it is to give your life a meaning. Now, the meaning of life is to express that gift that you found. But your life can't have a meaning if you don't do what you are meant to do. So first of all, find that thing that you are meant to do, which is in a form of a gift, and then live your life expressing it. And then you will see that life will just be so easy. Not to say it's easy, but it becomes more bearable because you get lost in, 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 I mean, in, in doing what you are doing, which, which saves you. As we wrap up, Bravelli, somebody said to me, there's, mad thought, there's method in this madness. Just watch. Absolutely. There's method in this madness. When you do something and people will say, oh, you are mad. Oh, you have lost your mind. Oh, why are you doing that? But you have put something, there's, there's method. And, and people may see something that looks like, oh, it's crazy. But when you look deep into it, there's a method, there's a structure, there's a system. It's, there's a maintenance system in place that keeps it all together. Yes, it may look like a chaos from outside, but if you look at it, it's, it, 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 you know, when you talk about organized chaos, it, it, it's structured in a way that, you know what, when you look at it and at the end and you say, wow, it looks like it's luck, but it's not luck, but it, there's a structure in this chaos. Proveli, let me take this opportunity and thank you once again. Thank you for waking up so early. Uh, you should be snoozing and, you know, having a beauty sleep, but hey, you're up and about. Thank you so much. Wishing you a fabulous day and uh, a lovely week ahead. Thank you very much, Pramanda, and thank you for being up, because if you were not up, I wouldn't be up. <laughs> thank you, my brother. You're Have too a great kind, one. Really, really. Okay. You're too kind. <laughs> Have a good one. <laughs> Have a great one. <laughs> Bye-bye. Lee, the engineered by Velinda. Find him on all the socials. He's always there.